Hey, what's going on? Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation Podcast. It is November 11th, 2020. It's Veterans Day. I'd like to first uh, come out and, and, and thank all the veterans, including all the men that I served with and women. Wonderful people. Who, uh, who took a stand, signed up, signed their life away, and, and took a stand for this country. I did. It was an honor to do that. Young man looking, you know, full of piss and vinegar, looking for a challenge, looking to be the best, to be strong, to be an alpha male. I signed up and did it for four years plus three in the reserves. I always say it was peacetime. You know, people automatically think if you were in the Marine Corps that you have have to had served in some major conflict, war, what have you. Fortunately, no. I trained my ass off for that contingency. You know, I was ready. We were ready. As ready as one can be to be sent off to a foreign land, hopefully, and uh, have to do that job of kill or be killed, protect, serve, all that. So thank you for anybody in the armed services or even extend this to first responders, people who are out there busting their asses on an often, in an often thankless position. Thank you. I'd like to tell you guys that uh, it's been a great... Yesterday was the Marine Corps uh, birthday. A couple years ago, I'd be friggin' heading down to Philadelphia. Philly's... Um, uh, what the fuck they call the place now? A couple... There's going to be some brain farts today. I've got to warn you. Cookies, man. Cookies. It's where the Marine Corps birthday is commemorated down there in South Philly. It's a little dumpy bar in a shitty part of town. You know, people live there, so I don't want to offend them, but it's not my cup of tea. But it's sure is beautiful. Look out there on a sea of Marines, former, current, guys friggin' large and in charge, friggin' wearing their ribbons and badges from various conflicts. People dressed in civilian clothes. A lot of scarlet and gold out there in South Philly. Beers, you know, friggin' crappy party beer. A plenty, bunch of kegs of that. Buy yourself a mug that entitles you to basically endless beers. And you stand around in the street... And you talk to people that you may or may not know, but you share something in common with, and that is service. There's really not a lot better than service. It really makes you feel good, like you're you're part of a team. You're working towards a common goal. I mean, that is awesome, right? So, was an honor of my life to be a United States Marine, 
and served in the Army for a little bit as well in the reserves. Met a lot of wonderful people, met a lot of turds, had a lot of adventures, drank a lot of beer, told a lot of stories, shot a lot of rounds downrange. So other than that, the last weekend and the last four or five days have been absolutely perfect, beautiful weather-wise. Beautiful sunshine overhead, gleaming down upon us, 70s, wet temps in the 70s. Freaking just absolutely beautiful, you know. Today it's not. Today it's 65 degrees and rainy. Haven't had a great past couple days. I know I'm often talking about fiery, controversial issues. I don't know when that if that's who I am or or just current events talking about them. Obviously, the election was one. Um, it was a current event that was important to discuss. But I like to talk about happy things, you know? Going down the creek and spending time with my family and victories and whatever sense. Wins, so to speak. For common people. For my friends. Singing a song. Or the story that I told you about my yeah, Peter, I'm trying to be nice to you. No? Okay, fuck off. Um, trying to let that guy in. So, I told you a story about the woman who remarked that I she likes to hear me hum because it means that I'm at peace and that I'm enjoying my time uh, doing the work that I do in healthy balance. That made me smile. And making people laugh, telling jokes that I've come more recently to be uh, known for. My dad jokes. I enjoy it. You know, these are positive things. But I've been pissed off. Last couple of days have been rough, let me tell you. Yesterday I'm teaching class. I get a message from a patient whom I love dearly declaring that she is positive for the coronavirus. Well, I saw her last Friday. That means that I was potentially exposed. And so that sends me into a frenzy. You know, I knew that this was, there was a potential for this. So long story short, I am closing the office for at least the remainder of this week. And we're going to clean the shit out of it. And we're going to, I'm getting tested tomorrow was the first opening because today is Veterans Day. Even the coronavirus testers get off on Veterans Day. Shit. Good for them. So my first event, at noon tomorrow, I got a test coming up. It'll be my second test. I took one, as I shared with you, a few weeks ago. Um, maybe a m- few months ago. I took an exam. I took a test. Because my daughter... My son was had spiked a fever, a little bit, and my wife was reluctant to send him to his first football practice. So this is August, 
Now it's November. She was reluctant to send him to his first football practice. Who the fuck is this in front of me? Are we in a school zone right now? Why am I doing 15 miles per hour? We'll see if they change their tune once we get up here. Or I will swing into action. Jesus Christ. Watch this. There we go. Feels better. So, um, yeah, you know, so my son was in August and he... It was all these like, oh my God! Well, we're gonna we're gonna play. We got authorization to play the the season, and but we got to take temperatures and we got to make sure that we we're safe and wear masks and all this shit. And so I did. We did. But there was a false alarm. Anyway, we thought that maybe my son had contracted coronavirus. So there's my daughter sitting on the couch with a mask on, thinking, oh my frigging god. You know, holy stinking moly. So I went and got tested at CVS. I wasn't experiencing any symptoms. I was out working, but I figured, let me do the responsible thing. I'm the one who's out there in harm's way, potentially, dealing with dozens, you know, in some cases, hundreds of people um, and their contacts, right? Because each of us has a 250 person sphere of influence, at least in terms of marketing. But how many people do we interact with on a daily basis? So there's an exponential potential for exposure. Yes, yes. And that wouldn't be a good thing to be exposed to the coronavirus and expose others. Back to the present time. I'm notified yesterday around lunch that my friend, my patient had a positive test. She had reported that she wasn't feeling so well, but went to the doctor, felt like it was like, all right, she was getting this taken care of. She wasn't supposed to come in on Friday, but there she was. So she shows up to the office. I had a funny feeling about her. I felt like she was sneezing and coughing. I'm like, fuck this. So I I changed all the towels and any of the stuff that I used with her. We scrub-a-dubbed everything down and sprayed it all down after she uh, left because I was like, usually it doesn't happen. But, you know, people cough, people sneeze, right? It's cold and flu season. We're entering that. So you just, you can't be paranoid every time somebody sneezes. Even though you are, perhaps... I mean, what happens is we all get freaking scared out of our minds that this coronavirus is going to fuck us up. It's going to make people sick, hurt people we love, ruin our plans, foil the economy. And then you go out and you live your life and you're like, oh, okay, wait a second. Uh, Now all of a sudden there's food back on the shelves. And now all of a sudden there... Uh, you know, you can. it's okay to go to doctors, and they're not taking temperatures every time I come in here, and things are, things are flowing pretty well. The economy's backing up, pe- back up and running, people are going out and doing things. You know, that's the problem. You know, I talked to my wife yesterday, she said, oh, well, that's, you know, that's a problem. People are going out, and they're 
getting together and they're having these gatherings and doing Halloween parties and doing all these things. You know, they're basically engaging in life. I know that there are some people that are doing very risky things, considering or they're, they're not wearing masks. We call those folks masturbators, mask debaters, masturbators. You know, they don't think they think this is a bunch of bullshit. Well, so here I am. Just went down to meet a plumber at the office because the back of the toilet is leaking. And, you know, that sucks. This is Monday night, what greeted me at the end of the evening. Close the business, I go in there and there's water on the floor. I'm like, oh, fuck. So, I call this guy as soon as he can get in is this morning. I share with him in the parking lot, listen, man, before I can go in here, I want to let you know we had a positive case. I'm going to be getting tested. What do I do? You know, I still need my plumbing done. He said, oh, maybe it's best that I come back. You know, get your positive, get your negative test. And, and I'll come back. We'll get you done. So he said, you know, good guy, I think. And he said, you know, look, the uh, my fear is that I contracted, and then when I go to work, do work, I have to tell people that I contracted it, and then there could be a lawsuit. You know, nobody wants a plumber coming into their house if they got coronavirus. And nobody wants to go to the chiropractor if he's got the coronavirus. So as of now, I mean, I certainly don't feel like I have it, but stranger things have happened, right? I certainly could have been exposed, even though I'm masked up and washing my hands and the patient was in and out um, in about, I'd say, 10 minutes. You spent about 10 minutes physically with me, maybe 15. 15 is the criteria, right? So this patient, if she, even if I spent two, spent two minutes with her, technically, I don't meet the threshold. I don't need to quarantine or do anything like that, close anything down. But if I even spent an instant with her and she tested positive, I would run out and get a test. I mean, there's all of this hubbub about, you know, well, you only you only can get it tested if there's these criteria. You know, you have to, do you have one of these symptoms? No, I don't have one of these symptoms. But I'm a small businessman. I see, you know, 100 people a week sometimes. I have three other workers that are in and out of the office, a massage therapist and two front desk personnel. You know, I have them to think about. So, I'm not too happy about this. I mean, there's not a whole lot I can do. I would be a horrible human being with shit integrity if I did not close the office and did not call all the patients for the remainder of the week. I get tested at noon tomorrow, if not before. If I can get in squeezed in today, then I will. Uh, 
I want, you know, hopefully turnaround time, we get a couple days and I'll have a result through the weekend. If not, I'll have to close next week too. But I'm hoping for a negative test. And in which case, I'm just going to freaking prepare. You're slow. I'm going to prepare for uh, next week. Clean the shit out of everything. Get everything ready. And open up. Now, no doubt there's going to be some that are going to be like, uh, I don't know. Because the numbers are spiking now. Alright? Everybody's getting frightened again. The second wave that we were concerned about. It may be happening again. So, I was, I have been saying that we're busier than we've ever been. And I run a practice that is, uh, you know, it's not especially large, but it's pretty busy. I mean, if I see 20 patients a day, that's a busy day for me. And that's a, you know, uh, helping a lot of people and making a good living. You know, and this is what I've done for the past 15 years. And as we all know, I love it. So, anyway, I can hold my head high declaring that I'm doing the right thing. There is a possibility, as I mentioned before, just the numbers of it, just the, you know, just the numbers. One person knows a dozen people depending upon if they're working right now or if they're who they're interacting with and what those people that they're living with, what are they doing? Just in my household, I've got my wife going to work, interacting with at least dozens of other teachers and students now because the student just came back, hybrid. My wife says that the rumor is they're going to close the schools down again on Friday. Well, that's unfortunate, you know, but everybody wants us to open back up and we got to get ready and, you know, uh, the holidays are here and how are we going to do this and what is the right thing to do uh, with your Thanksgiving plans. Looks like it's going to be the four of us at the rate this is going. People are going to be scared again. I don't want to be scared. I'm not the type of person that goes through my life frightened about everything, but you know, it scares me the impact that this could have on my livelihood, on my family, on the people that I encounter. I mean, when the guy, uh, I'm looking at, I'm watching this plumber, who's also a patient, by the way, I am watching him, his gears turning, I'm watching him think. And when I disclosed this to him, I said, the plot thickens said, listen, we had a patient call up, say that she was positive. I'm fine. I'm getting tested soon. Just want to let you know, we cleaned the shit out of the place. It's, you know, it's one more thing you need to worry about these days, right? 
Nobody wants to be exposed to the coronavirus. I technically shouldn't even be out driving around right now. I'm freaking blowing leaves in my lot. Of course, I got to go clean my office. I got to go cancel patients and reschedule them, hopefully. So I have work to do. And it doesn't have to involve anybody else being around. I'm heading home now to get the friggin' tools to fix this toilet myself. That's right. Oh, yeah. Looks like I'm going to be cursing and swearing underneath the toilet bowl myself. Fuck it. Caulk and paint what it ain't. I'm going to tighten the screws. I'm going to fucking caulk the inside, all the seals, leave it there. Come back tomorrow once the caulk has been uh, cured. And I'm going to fill that bowl back up and off we go the fucking races. So I got some shit to do. That'll pass the time, pass the hours. I gotta, what, do I leave a message on the voicemail? Say, hey, FYI. We're closed for the next, through the end of the week. I think I'm just gonna, so as not to make people panic, I'm just gonna take the calls as they come in and say, hey, this is the deal. So this is the time in which we live. It's not the end of the world. I got money in the bank. I have patients that know that I care for them and I will appreciate that I'm doing the right thing. But I'm concerned about the fear that's permeating our society right now. I'm concerned about, you know, what the future holds and the reality that this could happen again. This could happen the day after I test negative. I could go out and be like, I'm fine and go to Lowe's or go to the office and run across somebody who doesn't even know but they've been exposed. So nobody fucking knows. Testing is not routine. And my wife was complaining yesterday about how there's some event that's happening and uh, they're going to, maybe a sports event, and they're they're going to test everybody in a rapid, uh, give everybody rapid tests so that they can um, find out before the event whether or not they're positive or not. Listen, I take I test myself every morning, just like I'm taking my daily vitamin. I think it's the right thing to do. I want that peace of mind. I want to know that we're good. And if I'm not, then I want a clear path of what I'm supposed to do. But I'm not Joe Blow who can call out of work. You know, I'm actually in there doing this work with hands-on people. And it took a long time for people to feel comfortable enough to go out to the doctor again. So what the fuck? So immersed in this podcast, I'm overlooking that. I have two fucking bulldozers, or I'm sorry, uh, dump trucks that I'm driving 10 friggin' miles per hour behind just a few feet from my house. So I'll continue this podcast in just a moment after I get my tools, my plumbing tools.
All right, I got all my tools. Heading back down the road. Got some gasoline for my leaf blower. I'm sucking leaves and frickin' bagging them up. Big ass tree over the office. Dropping leaves. You know, because nature's, it's nature's way of saying, let things go. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. Isn't it so funny that we all want to, we always want to let things go when we're calm. I want to see fucking the Gandhi or goddamn Alan Watts or Andrew Weil or whoever the Indian guy is. Any of these gurus. I want to see them when they contract the coronavirus or are potentially exposed to it. And then they have to go tell their entire following that, hey, I'm sorry, I can't do the uh, that herb class that I was going to teach you. Or I'd like to take care of you. Or I'd like to speak at uh, Madison Square Garden or whatever. I'd like to come to this conference. But I have the coronavirus right now. Like, my job physically requires me there. You know, I'm the guy. And if it doesn't... If it's going to get done, it's going to get done by me, typically. I have some capable staff who help me get patients paid for and, you know, their visits paid and uh, running credit cards and sorting mail and cleaning a little bit. But it's largely me. I mean, this is my gig. I am the... uh, Identity of this practice, and so something like this is a real fucking bummer. Now I looked at the next week's schedule, and it seems to be busy, but you know, I don't know how you you do this. You know, do I call those people and say, let's say for next week, let's say I am negative, which I mean I feel right up right up that I'm negative right now. I don't feel like, you know, despite this technical exposure, because I was in, I was in working on somebody who has a coronavirus. I was masked up. I wasn't wearing gloves, of course, but I mean, I was cleaning myself with uh, soap and water and fucking hand sanitizer and the whole nine yards, trying to be do the right thing. And as stated, when this person was sniffling and sneezing a little bit, I was like, okay, let's clean that. Let's throw that laundry in the pile, you know? So I've made every attempt to do the right thing here. I don't know if this really, this requires any more conversation about, about this. Obviously I'm going to be providing updates as I learn more about the situation as I get tested I'll certainly disclose my result it's a weird feeling man it's a weird feeling right now I would be a few patients into my morning and I you know be rocking and rolling trying to make biggest biggest problem would be trying to determine what the music 
proper music was or fitting this person on the schedule. Like people really have been wanting to be cared for. They really wanted my attention. So I've been providing that and operating as safely as possible. As of now, I've been exposed to the coronavirus, and that creeps me out. Probably just the way, in the same way that it creeps out. Um, you know, it's crazy. It makes us look at each other differently. You know, reading this plumber, I'm thinking, oh, you know, you can go in, dude. You deal with dirty things all the time, uh, but I want to let you know, I'm going to be getting tested clean all the office, nobody's in there but you, but, you know, I understand. It's fucking crazy right now. It's, it's, there, it's so nuts that there's periods of just, ah, what a beautiful weekend, I hope everybody had a good time. How's everyone doing? Oh, what'd you do this weekend? You know? It's been like that. The weather's been so nice, and people have been trying to celebrate, like Halloween. Told you the kids went out, and talking about the football games, and Lily's cheer, and so on and so forth, man. I know people. I mean, I had, uh, let me just to share this. I'm sure you have your own stories, but... Probably 20 people, patients, have called over the past four months and said, ah, I'm not feeling so good, I'm going to stay home. Or, uh, you know, we might have been exposed, so we're going to get tested. Just, you know, ton- uh, tonight, there were... Uh, entire family that was coming in and the daughter contracted it for the second time so they're quarantining so it's definitely it's definitely um, fucking with our society right now we do need relief Uh, I'll figure this out. I'm going to try to make the best use of my time here. Stay busy because the idle mind's the devil's workshop. And if you're tuning into this podcast, then you know a little bit about how my mind works and the things that are going on inside my mind. I, I work best when I have a bunch of shit to do. Like on the weekends, uh, I'm busy. Um, I'm doing projects, I'm carving wood, I'm cleaning up around the house. Most of us are like this, I think. Like, you want to feel productive. And I like to feel productive. Even though a Wednesday, today would have been a 20-patient Wednesday, and my busiest day of the week. I was, you know, that takes a lot out of me. It's a big performance to pull off. It's a lot of care to render. I'm physically exhausted at the end of the day, but I look forward to it. I look forward to taking care 
of people and seeing various people and just taking care of everyone. And so... I have to fill that time and that effort with something. Today, I plan on fixing this goddamn toilet and friggin' cleaning up these leaves and cleaning up the office and taking a big-ass walk, lifting some weights, doing some homework, and I want to sleep well today, you know? Tonight, I want to sleep well. If it was nicer, yes, I would be carving wood. I think it's going to be nicer by the weekend. So I think we should just make this, we should just end this podcast here. I'll let you know what I know, when I know it. But I'm feeling good right now. Slept good last night. I'm going to feel productive by the end of the day. I wish you guys all the best of health and spirits, love and respect. I love you all.